0: Welcome to the Business of Innovation podcast, I am Jack Hirschman. On February 4th, 2004, a little-known Harvard graduate who goes by the name Mark Zuckerberg launched a website called The Facebook, and a few days later, a story appeared in the Harvard University newspaper. The first line read, Mark Zuckerberg grew impatient with the creation of an official Harvard Facebook, so he decided to take matters into his own hands. When the story was released, just 650 people had joined the site, and this, of course, was just the beginning. Of what would become a tectonic shift in the way that individuals would interact over the internet. Now, it wasn't long until it became the world's most well known social networking website, one which would eventually reach way beyond the Harvard campus to encompass nearly 1.6 billion active users every month. Now, Facebook have some pretty exciting plans going forwards too, and we were fortunate enough to be able to interview its VP, EMEA, Nicola Mendelssohn.
1: So, first off, um, I, I, I love looking after EMEA, uh, Europe, Middle East, and Africa. It's a diverse continent, you know, continents coming together. It's over a 100 countries, many different uh, languages, cultures, peoples coming together. And it means I get to travel a huge amount. So I I travel about 200 days a year. uh, And in the last five weeks, I've been to Nigeria, I've been to Ghana, I've been to Turkey, Dubai, I've been to Switzerland, and the UK. So you get to travel a lot, you get to see a lot of different people. And that's a wonderful thing because that's something that I've always enjoyed doing. But also to see the impact that Facebook has on people's lives, how people connect, and how it helps grow businesses. Our business, Facebook, has always been global. You know, our mission to make the world more open and connected, for people to share more, that's global. You can't do that in certain pockets of the world. Mark Zuckerberg, Sheryl Sandberg, they travel a lot. Uh, They've both come and will be in this region in the first quarter of this year. Cheryl's already been here. She was in Davos. She was in Berlin. uh, And Mark will be here in in a few weeks just going to uh, Mobile World Congress and also to Germany as well. So actually they're interested, they want to see what's going on in the markets, they're interested to get the feedback as well, from hearing about how different businesses are using it, how people are using Facebook, and how we can make sure that we're really addressing the needs that we can make better products for people in different parts of the region as well.
0: Nicola's journey to her role at Facebook has most certainly been an interesting one. And she comes from a distinguished advertising background, having spent around 20 years in creative agencies. She was the executive chairman of the award-winning Rama and also president of the Institute of Practitioners in Advertising, which is basically the overseeing board of advertising and she believes that her past has had a really huge influence on how successfully she performs her role at facebook uh,
1: my background in agencies and the strength of a good client agency relationship is all about partnership and facebook is a business that's all about partnerships we want to make sure that we can help our clients be the best that they can be and get the best return on investment for them uh, from their, the advertising that they place with us I also think about the fact that more and more of the the things that we see is that clients want to do better creative work. Agencies want to do better creative work. And so the fact that I've got a a 20-something years' experience of working in a creative agency really gives me a good grounding to make sure that I'm able to help facilitate those conversations. And that's especially true if we think about You know, if we think about the last 100 years from an advertising perspective, there wasn't a huge amount of innovation. Probably the 32nd was the big, significant innovation. And we've seen the shift to mobile. And there's so many new, interesting, creative opportunities off the top of my head, thinking like our new canvas products or Carousel. And so being able to help facilitate those conversations, uh, I think, has stood me in good stead from my agency background.
0: The shift to mobile is certainly an important discussion, and it is no secret that Facebook has made a huge transition towards mobile in recent years, arguably its biggest transition in the entirety of the business's lifecycle, which in just 2012 made up a tiny proportion of its overall revenue. These days are now long gone, with an overwhelming majority of users choosing mobile to its desktop counterpart, and figures released suggested that of the 1.59 billion people using Facebook every month, that 1.44 billion of them are using it on mobile devices. It represents what is arguably the fastest and most profound shift that's ever happened in technology. Because it's more than just a computing shift. The smartphone is more than just a computer. It's also your main communication tool, which in turn represents another platform shift altogether. So really what you need to do is think of this as a double shift. In the past, phones just gave you access to phone calls. Today, the phone gives us an online multimedia integrated experience that includes voice and video communications too. It's meant that marketers and advertisers have had to seriously rethink their strategies.
1: One of the things that everybody's talking to us about is we know that the world's gone mobile. We know that. Help us to be better mobile marketeers. What what does that mean? And this is where we really draw on our own experience as well as to how we made that shift to mobile, which, you know, was not an easy thing to do. But I'm delighted that in just a handful of years we've gone from having zero revenue on mobile to 80% of our revenues on mobile. And so often we're giving our own tips as to some of the changes in our own behaviors that we made For example, I'm hearing creative agencies now saying to us that the creative director insists on seeing the work mobile first rather than at the end of the process, and clients saying that as well to us. So there's a real desire about how we can be mobile marketers and how to be best-in-class mobile marketers as well. I think Mobile First gives brands an incredible opportunity to really be in the palm, literally in the palm of people's hands at the times that matter to them. And all I see is that people leaning in more and more, getting more excited about what the potentials are here. I think back even on, you know, I'm coming up for three years here, how much the business has changed in such a short period of time. I mean, when I joined, we'd literally just bought Instagram, but it was really just the blue app. And since then, we've become a whole family of different apps and services And we're just getting going. We're only just getting going on mobile marketing, if I think about it. You know, today we have two and a half million advertisers globally, but actually we have 50 million pages on Facebook. So there's a huge runway there just on that. Um, I think about other things about, you know, Messenger that we see and WhatsApp. And there's a huge growth, as I'm sure you know, in terms of how much time we're now all spending on one-to-one apps as well, sending direct messages to each other. And that's the thing that I think brands should be thinking about is how they can now have these really rich conversations with people in a way that we're never able to do. So I think that's going to be a big focus in the short term. So I think it's about making sure you keep very close to what consumers are doing. And consumers are on mobile and consumers are going to stay on mobile. But you can't be complacent with mobile. You know, Facebook was built as a desktop business and then we've shifted to mobile. And what you see every 10 to 15 years on platforms is there's an emergence of a new platform. So our bet is that for the next decade, that new emergence will be on VR and augmented reality. And that's the reason that we bought Oculus. But alongside that, the other things that we're we're investing behind is work around artificial intelligence, deep machine learning, to really make sure that we help people navigate our way through this huge amount of content that is coming at people in different ways. So that's another area of focus. And then the final area is, well, our mission is to make the world more open and connected. And we do have 1.59 billion people that are coming on the platform every month and a billion people every day. But there's a huge amount of work that needs to be done on connecting the unconnected. And so a very big focus for us will remain on our free basics program, making sure that we work with different operators around the world to give to the internet to people that have have never tried it. It will also involve our work with satellites and also work on um, Aquila, our unmanned aircraft, that can stay up and helpfully uh, beam the internet down to people that don't currently have it.
0: Part of Nicola's role is also overseeing Facebook's expansion in Africa. And it's a pretty interesting place whose adoption of mobile is gravely impacting the quality of life there. Now, when I say mobile, I don't necessarily mean smartphones, but instead basic mobile phones with late 1990s type features. And this has opened up the realms of mobile payments and is handing a lifeline to some of the poorest individuals on earth. Kenyans, for example, are now able to save money. They can borrow to buy things that they need, and they have bank accounts for the first time in history. Most importantly, perhaps, the mobile phone is enabling financial inclusion for the country as a whole, deemed by the World Bank as being crucial to reducing poverty and jump-starting economic growth. If you look at the percentage of Kenyans that actively use mobile money services, it's really rather astonishing. And it, it's up at about 59%. And the transactions that go through are about 2.2 billion per month. And Nicola spends a lot of time in this region and believes that we can learn a lot from the way that Africa has adopted mobile.
1: So I've spent a lot of time um, going into the different countries in, uh, in some of the different countries in Africa over the last two and a half years. And the thing for me is that whenever I go there, I always learn something new. So today we have over 100 million people uh, that are connecting onto Facebook across uh, the continent. And 80% of those are mobile. So this is a mobile first continent. And actually, I always learn things because if I think about my trip to when I was in Kenya, you know, the sophistication of M-Pesa, and mobile payment there, far exceeds anywhere in the world. So there you are. You can walk through what might look like a market that was probably the same as a market from, I don't know, a thousand years ago. And then you're paying for it. There's no cash. You're paying through it through your mobile phone. I can't do that in London. I can't do that in Paris in that kind of way. And so there's things that we can learn there. And spending more time with advertisers there and more time with people there, understanding more about the different ways that people have you know, come onto the platform through maybe feature phones or challenges around connectivity. We've actually adapted our products to make sure that we can really give the best service, uh, that clients can come together and talk to consumers through using things like our bandwidth targeting or even our, our Slideshow uh, new product as well. So things like the, the bandwidth targeting that we can offer, actually it's pretty useful anywhere in the world. So why send somebody a video if they're in a connectivity area where, or you know, getting not fast enough speeds? That, that's a challenge for us all. But also having the ability to create different products, actually, like Slideshow, that we only recently launched. And what that is, is where you're in an area that maybe you couldn't get fast enough speeds to get video, You have enough speeds to get a series of images together, can make it feel like a moving image, make it feel like a video. And Coca-Cola recently did this. They created a campaign which was all about music and entertainment. And it went out and actually it doubled their expectations in terms of what they thought. They got two million people that enjoyed and watched and partook in in that particular execution.
0: Now, perhaps the most interesting change really has been the uptake of visual. And there's no doubt that consumers are the ones driving corporations these days. Perhaps it's the quality of our screens improving that have made it a more pleasurable experience to watch any kind of media, or the lower costs of data that make videos and images more accessible than ever before. Facebook and marketers around the world have had to adapt, and this certainly isn't going to change soon.
1: I think the consumer has always been very powerful, and I think the reason we see these shifts is by what people are doing today. So if we even just look in the shift in the last 18 months about how people have become more visual. You know, if you look back on Facebook five years ago, it was all text. We were just sending text to each other, messages, written word. Then it shifted to image, and now it's shifted to video. And in 18 months, we've gone from 1 billion video views a day to 8 billion video views a day. And it's just going to increase. You know, Cisco tells us that you know, 80% of the traffic in the next two, three years is going to be video. So expect to see more and more things that are video first. Think about the emojis you send. Think about the images. And why? What's behind this? Well, we know that you a picture tells a thousand words. MIT actually tells us that you absorb a picture 60,000 times quicker than the written word. And so pictures are being used to help us navigate through this And that's what we're seeing from consumers as a trend. Well, I think we're going to see more and more people uh, taking up video and using more video and actually new formats that will emerge around that. And we've just started. So if you think about the fact that 360 video now exists and that you can buy now cameras that can take a picture of everything around you, that's really exciting. And we're seeing that people are thinking now from mobile first rather than from what TV was and putting that onto, onto the mobile. And that's pretty similar. You know, in, in some ways, we're just redoing what we always did with history. When TV was first invented, we put radio shows onto TV. And we've done the same with mobile. But now I see this hunger and this desire and this excitement around different companies coming together to go, no, what does it really mean to be a mobile video play? How do you move around? How do you press it? How do you interact with it? And that's things like our, our Canvas uh, new, ex- new ad product really allows that opportunity.
0: That, unfortunately, is all we have time for this week, and I would like to thank you very much for listening. Now, if you can't wait until next week's episode, I'd like you to head over to www.hottopics.ht for more content just like this. Thank you very much. Goodbye.